Brown, chairman of the Challenge Cup Committee, will draw the home teams. And Mr. Arthur McMullen, vice chairman of the Football Association, will draw the away teams. And Mr. Brown will now commence the draw. Hello and welcome to Blue Velvet Bag, the strangest titled football manager podcast out there. This is episode two of series four, uh, and we are at Tranmere Rovers, as you, hopefully you will know. If you have just discovered us, then you can go back. There are three previous series, all of around eight, between eight and ten episodes, all around 20 minutes each, and that will give you the backstory to our manager, Bob Cow, and it will take you through our adventure in Belarus at FC Gorodea. But we are not there anymore. We are now in the UK. We are in England. We are in League Two. We are in a part of uh, Merseyside and we are at Tranmere Rovers Football Club. Last time we were together, we had played the opening match of the season, which ended two apiece against Walsall. So let's see what's happened since then. Number 60, Sutton United. Number 11, against Coventry City. Okay, so like I said, that first game we raced into a 2-0 lead, uh, only to throw it away, which was a bit of a kick in the unmentionables, but a draw's a draw. We didn't lose uh, on opening day, which is great. Um, The following Tuesday we had a daunting trip in the EFL Cup first round. We had to go to the Riverside Stadium and Middlesbrough. Um, Chris Wilder's Middlesbrough, as the update obviously now has him in charge. Um, It's a game... We obviously didn't think we'd have much of a chance in. Um, we went behind in just the third minute. Um, but then Charlie Jolly, our prospect that we promoted from the youth team, he equalised in the 61st. And even though we were under the cosh a bit, we had less XG, we had less shots, um, we had less possession, less clear-cut chances, less half chances. And we took them to the final 10 minutes, um, but then we fell Um, when Mali scored a winner for Middlesbrough in the 80th minute. But it was a decent showing from us. Um, The highlights were all a little bit one-sided, but we only went down by the odd goal in three, so we were quite happy with that. Um, Following on from that, um, we had our first away game of the season. It was at Vale Park. Um, We went there, played the same team as we did opening day, um, because we'd made a few changes in midweek. Not weakened the team, really, but we just needed to just change a few faces and get a few legs some minutes in at Middlesbrough and we never expected to get anything so it was a risk I thought worth taking. On that game at Vale Park against Port Vale we reverted back to our original starting 11. Um, Let's see what the stats were in the game. It was a very close game um, score wise but actually on the field we uh, we played really well. We had 14 shots to their 3. We had a 1.34 XG to their 0.12 um, and we won 1-0 uh, thanks to a Nicky Maynard goal. So that's three goals in two starts for Nicky Maynard this year. The experienced strikers doing us proud. Um, we then had a, a, basically, as it always is in the EFL, it kind of to be Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. On the Tuesday night, we had another away trip. This time we went down to Swindon Town um, at the county ground. It was, again, a really close game. Um, and again, we managed to nick a 1-0 win. Um, Hawks getting a goal winner for us in the 72nd minute. Um, they had more possession and more shots. We had a better XG, so we actually created better chances than them. Um, I, I kind of liked how we looked. You know, I mean, it's one of them we're tipped to finish. Well, not tipped to finish. We're hoping to finish in the playoffs. The board want to finish in the playoffs. I think they made you pitch as eighth, one place out of it. But... 
Um, we played well, we did alright, and to be honest, to, to go down there and win 1-0, that's two away games in four days that we've won 1-0 in each one. So we've kept clean sheets um, and we've taken it as, as chances when it's come along. The following Saturday, we had a, a home game against Newport County. Newport County were right up there with us. I think we were sitting maybe six before this game and they were a very similar position in the table. Um, again, we're kind of going with the same team in all these games because we're playing well. Um, we went down 1-0 uh, after nine minutes to a Azaz goal from Newport and I thought, ah, we're not really going to get back into it. We were a bit laboured in the first half. We gave him a bit of a rollicking at half-time. We came out second half. We had a goal disallowed straight away and then Nicky Maynard scored again to level things up on 54 minutes. And I kind of we went positive and threw a few attacking faces on and just went for it. Um, and it didn't look like basically we were going to get there. And then in the 97th minute, Jolly, who I mentioned scored at Middlesbrough, he came off the bench. He beat his man and instead of shooting, he just cut a lovely ball back. And the back post was Callum McManaman to run in and tap in and get us a winner in the 90 plus 7th minute. So yeah, that was a incredible result for us it meant it was three wins on the trot all by the odd goal and um, because the games have been really tight but we were delighted it took us to third in the league which again is something that is uh, it's, it's been another positive for us to take into the season and um, the following Saturday we then had an away trip to Glanford Park um, which is obviously the home of Scunthorpe uh, Scunthorpe were languishing down near the bottom of the table so I was kind of confident that we we're going to be able to get something out of the game um, and just have a look and see what the stats were from that match yeah, so we absolutely dominated with 21 shots, 10 on target, an XG of 2.67, 6 half chances, 59% um, possession. We really did uh, run them ragged. We won the game 3-0. Mark Duffy in the 18th minute, Nicky Maynard again with his fourth league goal of the season, and Kieran Morris wrapped things up in the 92nd minute. So that was the final league game of August. We did have a... Um, EFL Trophy, the Papa John's, uh, our first game in the group stages of that, at home to Leeds United under-23s. Um, I rested Maynard, McManaman, Duffy, um, we rested Clark, and we were just putting kind of an understrength side into that, and we got turned over 3-0, and we got an absolute whooping. To be honest, Leeds put out a good side. There's a couple of first-team squad members in there, which surprised me, um, which I didn't really check on before the game. Um, so yeah, we lost 3-0 in that opening game, which means that we've got Oldham and Salford to play. We'll probably have to win both those games if we are to get through the group stages now after losing that first game. But that basically wrapped up August. Um, yeah, it was a busy month. We played seven games. Um, we played five in the league and the two cup competitions. We've had four wins and a draw in the league, though, which I'm really pleased about. Even though the games have been, apart from really the Scunthorpe game, the games have been really tight. We've probably just scraped through. We sit second in the table, played five, won four, drawn one uh, on 13 points. Mansfield are the only team above us and they have an identical record, just a better goal difference. Um, Colchester just below us and then the playoff positions are Stevenage, Forest Green, Bristol Rovers and Hartlepool. And Hartlepool is the team that we will be playing today. Um, so yeah, let's have a look at them. Number 48, Hartlepool United. So Hartlepool, obviously, um, up in the northeast, um, they've been out of the league for a while. Um, I remember going there a few times as a kid to watch Barnsley play there, so it's nice to see them back. It's one of the coldest stadiums in the country, 
Um, but it is a proper football club. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good place. Um, they have started this year. Let's have a look at their schedule. Because they obviously sit fifth, I think. They won opening day 4-1 against Crawley. They then beat Stoke City in the EFL Cup 2-1. Beat Barrow away. Drew with Sutton away. Beat Walsall, who we drew two apiece with. And then lost to Doncaster Rovers in their final league game of the season. No, sorry, lost to Carlisle in their final league game of the month and lost to Doncaster Rovers in the second round of the cup away on penalties. So they are looking like a strong team. Um, they've had some really good results, to be fair. They actually lost to Everton under-23s in the Papa John's on penalties as well. So, yeah, the only games they've lost... The only league game they've lost was away at Carlisle 1-0. So, I mean, that's not a... Uh, that's nothing to balk at that. It's going to be a really tough game. We are at home, though, which is a good thing. Um, and how a team's looking... Uh, we've got no Feeney, no Spearing, which is a big miss. The keeper's out for the season, basically. Oh, we actually have got... I should mention this. Um, Nicky Maynard, our top goal scorer, is going to be out for this game. He's out for a week with uh, blisters. <laughs> Suffered in training, um, which is annoying. So we have to look at who replaces our top goal scorer, and we need to just basically... I think we're going to go with the similar formation, because I'm happy with it, but it's just the personnel and which faces we're going to put in. Um, let's have a look at team selection. Ryan Watson still he's obviously our best centre midfielder and he's not been able to play a game yet this year due to injury he's not going to be able to take a place on the bench today we are looking a bit threadbare we're going to have to play Josh Hawks in the centre midfield role even though he's more of a winger just because of the um, look who dropped Kieran Morris back there yeah let's see what Morris rates as the centre midfielder no we'll keep Hawks there so we're missing some key players. McManaman can only take a place on the bench due to having a bit of a... Well, he's not an injured, but he's not fully fit. Um, obviously, I said Maynard is out, Spearing's out, Ryan Watson's out. I mean, Maynard, Spearing, Watson, that's like the spine of the team, not to have them. Peter Clark's going to play at centre-half with Tom Davis. Um, and Stephen Walker, who's on loan from Middlesbrough, is going to start up front as the lone striker. And Josh Hawks, who is not fully fit, will play in centre-mid, even though he's more of a... Um, a utility wide player and that is how we're going to line up for this game against Harlepool okay we will kick off we are kicking from left to right wearing white shirts white shorts white socks and our visitors are in black shirts with red trim black shorts black socks 45 seconds highlight corner to Harlepool swung in we clear as far as Morris who thumps one clear and that's the end of the highlight 15 minutes gone, there's only one attempt at goal and that was a Hartlepool chance that led to the corner. But we have had 70% possession, we're just doing nothing with it. Give them an encourage. Okay, 25th minute, highlight attacking down the left, but we win the tackle on the ball and clear up to Walker on halfway. He plays it out wide left to Duffy. He's gone back to the left back, McDonald, in his own half, inside to Foley, inside again to Merry, who fires a big ball out wide to Morris on the right wing, who runs at the full back. Can he get a crossing? He gets to the byline, turns, comes back to the full back O'Connor, who plays it inside to Merry, who plays it all the way across to the left back, McDonald. We've gone left to right, right to left here. Foley back inside to Merry, his Hawks on the edge of the box, who shoots, and the keeper tips it around the post. Good move. Keeper should be saving that, to be fair. It's a corner to Tranmere Rovers. 
30th minute, free kick to Harleypool, chipped into the edge of the box to Hendry, lays it out wide to Odessina, here's Daly who shoots and scores. And the visitors take the lead with their first real chance. It was a poor, poorly defended free kick. I'm just watching it back. Chipped, short free kick, nice free kick I suppose. Chipped to the edge of the box, played across and then out in like the kind of right wing position just inside the box and Daly's smashed it into the near post. Maybe the keeper could have done better. 41st minute, long ball forward by Hartlepool. It's gone all the way through to our keeper, Doohan. He plays it out to the left-back McDonald, up the wing to Duffy. He's gone back to his full-back, inside to Foley. He's the centre-half, Davis. Back out to the left-back, McDonald. Duffy down the left wing. Back to the left-back. Cross the halfway line. And fired out wide right to Morris, who's got a bit of space to run at the full-back. Cuts inside into the box, shoots. But straight down the keeper's throat. Keeper clears long for them. It's got an override defence. Alomba's clean through. Keeper's coming out. Chips the keeper. And, oh, what a goal. Mitchell, the keeper, obviously saved that shot. He's hit a long goal kick. It's gone over both centre halves. Obviously, Peter Clark's 39. He can't catch up with Alomba. Alomba. Bloody hell, I can't speak. Olamola, keeper's come out, it's just on the edge of the Dean, it's just not dinked, it's chipped the keeper and it's just dropped under the bar and it's 2-0 Hartlepool and we are all over the shop. And that is half time. That is a bad half. Who's been the worst? Stephen Walker up front's been atrocious, so he's coming off for Charlie Jolly, the young kid. So bad, McDonald the left back's terror had a terrible half. Gave him a rollicking. Kickoff second half. Highlight from the kickoff. We have the ball. Just playing it around. Down the right hand side to Morris. Full back O'Connor. Back to Morris the winger. He's played a massive ball to the left back and here's Duffy down the left wing now. Cuts inside, he's into the box, still going, shoots. Oh, I thought he'd scored, he put it wide. That's a big chance. Big chance. 48 minutes, they've got the ball again on halfway. Chipped it forward again with Ware wide open at the back and he's gone to chip the keeper this time, it's bounced on top of the net. That ball over the top is killing us, I suppose. If you've got a 39-year-old centre-half, it's the sensible play. 50th minute, we have the ball down the right with the full-back O'Connor. He swings a ball down the line to Morris, pulls it across Duffy. Ah, the flag's up, I thought we'd pull one back then. Here we did score, but it was offside. 54 minutes, we have the ball on halfway, playing it nicely forward. Here's Morris breaking into the box on the right hand side. Can he get a cross in? He turns back to the fullback O'Connor, who kicks it straight at his man, but picks up on the loose ball. He's at the byline, gives it to Hawks, back to the fullback. He swings a cross in, and they clear. 55 coming down the left, McDonald. Foley, McDonald now with a chance to swing it in, decides against it, goes backwards, again with a chance to cross McDonald, again goes backwards, again with a chance to cross. <laughs> About the six passes between each other there. Here's Duffy in the box, but his shot's blocked and they're clear. Davis, Duffy, Foley on halfway, McDonald the left back, Duffy, left winger, chips it into the middle to Hawk, who heads it on to Jolly. Now Morris clean through, must score, and misses. Ah. Oh. 58 minutes gone then, I mean, he puts that in, we've got a chance. Clean through, 12 yards out, 
powered up off short the keeper tips around the post and the corner comes to nothing we've actually had two clear cut chances in the opening 15 minutes of second half 61st minute centre half Davis back to his keeper gives it to Mary Davis thumps one clear just basically gave that away to Hartlepool they've broken through into the box through Bury who takes it round the keeper and slides it in the keeper off his line again man what's he doing there he's made it easy for him it's a tightish angle and he still chose to go around the keeper but then he just rolled it into an empty net and it's 3-0 Hartlepool and it's a dreadful start to today oh the goalie what's he doing stay on your feet man on loan from Celtic the keeper 69th minute they clear we win the header here's Glatzel on the left into Jolly played it through Hawks bursting from midfield shoots and that is closer to the roof of the stand than it is the net this just goes to show how reliant we are on a few key players no spearing no Watson no Maynard no chance 77th minute, throwing on the left for Hartlepool, Olimer, back to Shelton, crosses it, in, oh my word, surely, how is he not offside, and if he's not offside, how is he unmarked in that much space, it's a lovely cross in, and blurry, let me watch this, heads it, I mean it's a great head, it's in off the bar, but, Shelton, oh he's not offside, oh free header, top bag, off the bar, four goals, three points, thank you very much. This is a bit of a uh, being brought down to earth with a bump today, isn't it? this is the first time I've played it for a few days since the last episode, and obviously speaking to you going through the previous results, I was quite excited to see us play, but wow. 86 minute, we have the throwing down the right, here's Hawks, full back O'Connor, into Merry. Back to O'Connor. Here's Mary on the edge of the box. He's gone all the way back to halfway to Clark. Mary. Chipped forward down the right to Morris. Who finds the fullback who crosses it. Glatzel far post. Can't win the header. Broke to McDonald at the left wing. Who crosses it in. They clear again. And Olimer brings it away. O'Connor right back. 86 minutes. Clark centre half. Morris right wing. Nowhere to go. So has to go backwards again. Merry chipped it forward. Will we keep it in play? We do through Morris. Beats his man, crosses it. Jolly heads it wide. Good chance, six yards out for the young man. Would have been a very small bonus for him to get a goal today. And that is the final whistle. Tranmere Rovers nil. Hartlepool four. Uh, Ten shots to us, twelve to them. 0.86 for us, 1.26 for them. XG. They hit the bar. Um, yeah, and we go down 4-0 at home, which is not going to be um, good with the fans. Absolute rollicking after the match. It means we drop to fourth, Hartlepool go second, Mansfield go top still. It's really impressed with Hartlepool, they were good. Wow, what a thumping that is, Jesus Christ. We have four games this month, and we've lost the first... Actually, we lost 3 0 in the week, Tuesday night, and lost 4 0 on Saturday. So the fans have been to two home games, seen zero goals, and seen us concede seven. They are not going to be happy. Number 30, Kenneth Argyle. 
number 58 against Cambridge United. Okay, so that defeat's been a real kick um, in the gut. We've got a lot of games coming up over the next two months. We've got four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven games in just under two months to play, um, which we're obviously going to try and turn it around. The window, the frozen window that we set upon ourselves is obviously open now for free agents. Um, I think I mentioned last time the players we'd added to our shortlist um, see how many of them would be interested. Not many. No, but oh, Jimmy Ryan, 32-year-old centre midfielder, born in Liverpool. He played for Tramia. Started at Liverpool. Um, two and a half star player. His ranking is ninth in comparison with the rest of the midfield. It's not somebody we'd need to bring in really. Ideally, I'd love to have brought a striker in, um, but that's not happened. Umanias, still not interested in a move uh, to Tramir Rovers. Um, he is the one I really want to sign, even if it's next season. I'm just hoping nobody signs him this year. And then if he's had another 12 months without a club, come next summer, we might be able to get him. Um, Andre Wisdom, the defender, is somebody I'm really hopeful of getting at some point again. Nobody tried to sign him. Um, he's not interested at the minute, which is disappointing. But who knows? In a few months' time, more games without a um, a club, he might change his mind. But yeah, apart from that, there's not really anything we can do recruitment-wise. Financially, we are we have a balance of nine hundred sixty thousand, which is good. Uh, but obviously, we're losing about one hundred twenty thousand a month. Well, this month we are anyway. I don't know what it is for most months. I'll have to have a look at that next month and see what the, the monthly bill is and see if we are plus or minus. Um, Debt-wise, we are paying a club director loan and a bank loan. So that's 1.7 million we've got to pay back. Um, but yeah, like I said, we can't do anything. Recruitment, because there's nobody good enough really out there who fits into our restrictions that we can bring in. Um, so I think we just have to plough through some matches, hopefully get a few better results than today, and then see where we are at the end of this next month, and then see where we're at the end of the month after. And hopefully, if we're in around the playoffs, a few more players might become interested who will fit those um, transfer restrictions that we've set up on ourselves. Um, if not, then we'll just crack on with the team we've got, and we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it's one league defeat, two in the cup as well, I know, but we still had a good start to the season. If somebody just said to me, do you want to be fourth already? I'd have said yes. So we've played six, won four, drawn one, I lost one. Um, and then we'll move on and see what happens for the rest of the month. Thank you very much once again for being along for this. I know it's not been the uh, most exciting of episodes. I've got a bit of a cold as well, so my dulcet tones probably sound even more down than they normally do. Um, but thank you very much, and I'll catch you next time. And that completes the draw. And these matches will be played on the 7th of January 1989. Thank you.